0: vaccine or mra
2: will
1: ever flow through my fucking blood, blood. never i will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage fuck these motherfuckers Oh, please, camera. Yes. All right. I've been picking up the pieces from another power cut. So, uh, (laughs) if things are a little, uh, what shall we say, Uh, like uh, standing, standard, standard operating procedure and uh, things are messed up, uh, I apologize sincerely. Uh, Thank you, thank you to Ormando as well. Getting the day off to a good start. um, Much, much appreciated. And uh, I've got a new, new stinger. I haven't cut it up yet, but. Oh, who? oh, I've got to find it again now. Where did i put it. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. All right, what are we going to be doing today? Well, you know, <laughs> war! My war! And, um, of course, as we take an interest in the bio-warfare, um, there's all manner of bio-warfare. There's the itty-bitty tiny kind... Like prions and viral particles, to walking, talking, toxic heaps of humanity that we should uh, keep an eye on, but uh, laugh at uh, extensively as they're um, <laughs> just—I don't know, man. We've we've reached we've reached peak uh, peak zog circus. I can't. I, I don't know where else it can go. What the reality engine can spit out. But this this is, well, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to concentrate whilst looking at this meme that you've been nudged has made, and uh, it's incredibly distracting. But what was the other thing we wanted to do? Oh, yeah. So we wanted to do, uh, or I wanted to do endogenous retroviruses prions it's a paper that's been sitting on my desk now for a long long time i'm determined to get through it so we will do minimal coverage of the uh <laughs> the latest with with zog Wars, the the nafo nafo and we should i should just get on because i got i gotta change the the image in front of me it's too much i can't i can't handle it right um please be clean yes clean transition so yes (laughs) so this apparently is a real nafo fella and i think fella needs to be used in the loosest sense possible um that that i don't know what that is that's some. amalgamation of soy and uh, Marxist deconstructionism with a impotent rage uh, as evidenced by the the werewolf like teeth under the homo colours on its, I don't know whether it's got, I can't tell from the the lard whether whether they're actual titties or moobs, it's difficult for me to tell. But uh yeah, this um this is a real a real nafo um I don't know <laughs> peak node a Ukrainian butt plug. Yes uh, a Ukrainian butt plug there and um you know being in the land of uh, Sheba no dogs um, I take offense to Nafo uh, purloining such a sacred symbol, and I take even more offense that this one has uh, a squirrel or a raccoon i, I can't tell, but uh, we shall not we shall not let the trannies we shall not let the trannies uh, soil raccoons in any way whatsoever and let's uh, let's get in and see see how nasty. See how nasty these uh, complex biowarfare vectors can be. Um, if you wandered in here wondered who I am, that's me, Dr. Kevin McCann, systems neuroscientist and now renegade scientist, uh, trying to warn you good wholesome folks out there that... Uh Cross dressing and sticking things in your dirt box is uh, an unhealthy lifestyle choice. Far be it from me to tell you what to do in your downtime. Um, I will be here trying to talk some biological sense to you. And um, when the, <laughs> that was <laughs> E. Michael Jones, in the words of E. Michael Jones, uh, especially the US uh, <laughs> K Disco the anus is not a sex organ um leave it alone and uh or at least make sure it's <laughs> you know the provenance of it and uh oh chris with uh monthly supporter there thank you thank you uh much much appreciated um all right so a skunk maybe yeah maybe a skunk maybe a skunk are we getting um twitch come through yes we are just just checking just checking and um yes uh what i would like to do as uh, i have stepped into the breach to be warning you about all these uh attack vectors biological attack vectors um i would uh, humbly request that you bookmark mccaindojo.com and look for that big blue button in the top right hand corner where you can use your usury cards and gape out accounts to send shekels to the good doc, and uh, I will try and remain in the fight as long as possible. Well, all the time that there's science that needs. Um Ah, explaining, I guess. I try my best to explain away. And uh, you can become, if you don't mind giving your funds to Camgirls and uh, other nerdy wells, you can become a Patreon. You can buy me a coffee, subscribe, star cryptocurrencies, uh, all gladly accepted. You can join our Discord or Gilded instance. And, of course, you can register to be notified. And uh, why hasn't that updated? Mm. Is it? yes yes you should be able to watch the stream via that site as well it's a um don't give don't give your data to globo homo uh zog corporations folks it will be bad for you in the long run you may think it's just a a username and uh a password but it will all be aggregated and it will all be tracked and um if uh The weaponized trannies are anything to go by. Uh, You want to be uh, more than careful with where you do put your data. And of course, I don't sit on uh, the uh, riches that are sent to me. It gets plowed, plowed back in. Ah, Discover trending. Why am I live? Why am I live? What's going on there? Recently added. Ah. Yeah, there it is. Look, live. uh, There's me um, streaming there. You can go there and uh, you can upload stuff to that uh, server and uh, you can use it for streaming, etc, etc. It is a beefy one, as my kids want to say, for their Roblox. And of course, remind everyone that uh, you can spare your Discord accounts right now with our... Revolt instance that is held on our servers. I believe it is free from the prying eyes of Well, I don't know what fucking backdoors, etc. Um, are in it and what goes back to uh, HQ, but um, yes uh, <laughs> In this instance, it will just be your bot that gets annihilated and your discord account can remain uh well, as free as a bird, as free as a bird can be. Right, uh, let's get into this because I've got to work up towards the science. And uh, again, I'm playing catch up this week, folks. Uh, it was uh, hospitals and sheep for me. And uh, I missed this. I missed this story. But now, now we get to have a listen to the face, the face of Globo Homo Zog Wars. Uh, the. the I want to say poster child, poster, poster specimen, the poster specimen of the (laughs) the Zog Zog corporate tyranny that's about to come down on you and (laughs) what the fuck is it with that gross pout look, oh my god, oh my god. Ah, uh, this is a $5 challenge. Drink one less Starbucks this week and support the dark Five bucks. Thank you. Yes, support the doc. One less Starbucks, please. Right. Ah, um, uh, I shouldn't call it Sarah, but Ashton Cirillo is now going to lay the smack down all on you Ned Wells untermensch for not getting behind the latest Zog Forever War. Um take it away, tranny Surreal. Russia
3: hates the truth that their obsessive focus on a Ukrainian volunteer is simply allowing the light of the Ukrainian nation's honesty to shine brightly.
1: Uh which volunteer would this be? Um this is this is a week old. Who, who which volunteer are they talking about? Um Bonehead? Bonehead, the, uh, <laughs> the, the glow, uh, that, uh, that volunteer, <laughs> wait, wait, I've got a, uh, wait, 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 wait,
3: wait, volunteer is simply allowing the light of the Ukrainian nation's honesty to shine brightly.
1: Uh, Like the uh, missile attack on the market that you quickly, quickly try to sweep under the carpet. That type of honesty, you mean?
3: Next week, the teeth of the Russian devils will gnash ever harder, and their rabid mouths will foam in uncontrollable frenzy. (laughs) What the fuck, man?
1: (laughs) Oh, that's like some uh, Reddit-tier revenge... (laughs) Revenge porn. <laughs> I'm just rewinding that bit. That bit's fucking great. Um, devils will gnash.
3: Of the Russian devils will gnash.
1: Get out, harder, cat.
3: And their rabid no, mouths no. will foam in uncontrollable frenzy. No. As the world will see a favorite no. Kremlin propagandist. Not the camera. Pay for their Again. crimes. And this puppet of Putin is only the first. Russia's war criminal propagandists will all be hunted down and justice will be served as we in Ukraine are led on this mission by faith in God.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm not sure God has faith in uh, cross-dressing dirt box invading uh, degenerates. I'm sorry. (laughs) uh, Whatever you you think about uh, the... uh metaphysical eschatological meaning of this earth it does seem pretty uh, a universal a universal for the for the world to learn from that uh this type of deviancy leads to civilization collapse and uh mass death uh they're talking about gonzalo lira maybe 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 um i don't know it's either, it's either Gonzalo or Bonehead, I'm guessing. And I don't see Russia fixating so much on Gonzalo Lira. So I'm presuming it must be Bonehead. Or Boneface, whatever his name was. Could the Russians please capture this guy already? Oh my God, that would be such a sweet day. <laughs> Please one of those FPV drones just catch it.
4: <laughs> we need
1: we need that uh pouty look on the face as the as the FPV drone comes in and uh I want to say schwack it from behind but <laughs> Uh, Grant Mitchell says, God would have issues with you saying you're in the wrong body. Yes, yes. I'm, uh, I'm inclined to believe so, Grant. I am inclined to believe so. Um, but anyway, uh, whatever God they're worshipping, uh, I think it's, uh, it's the one you're supposed to run away from.
3: Liberty and complete liberation. Russia hates the truth.
1: Oh, man. Look, you'd think if you could choose your titties, right, that you would go for a less uh, saggy, saggy look. But no, I suppose she's trying to make the broad shoulders and Adam's apple look less prominent, I guess. But uh, I'm going to have to clip that bit up for uh, the gnash, gnash their teeth. Alright, so um yeah, this is uh this is a legit uh post. So that's this is where the meme comes from. Behind every hashtag fella is a real I'm not sure. Can we can we ascribe uh, the pronoun? Is it is it person persons who believes in Ukraine's victory. Yes, yes, yes. Um at Kajak Alice. Is that how you would say that? Let me, uh... Let me bring that up on, uh... The tweet machine. I need to find that. I'm following that account. At...
2: K-A-G... K-A-L-A-S... Mmm... That doesn't look like, uh... The tranny
1: to me, um... Oh, is it Kaigen of Sweden? Mm. Let's try that. Um, Kajak Alice seems to be the Prime Minister
2: of Estonia.
1: (laughs) Yep. Ah, shit, you're not. All right, uh, let's try... What is it? Uh, Kaigen of... Sweden. Oh, need a new keyboard. Come on, folks! Stump up the doc needs a uh, a new a new keyboard. I've got too many many sticky keys. No results match. Um, I don't know. Maybe you've been nudged has uh, gone gone a bit too far and lazed some uh, <laughs> laced some innocent innocent tranny here I don't know (laughs) but did I spell that right no I didn't Kagan of Sweden yeah oh yeah yeah yes yes this is all we need to see look (laughs) Uh, we are Nafo (laughs) (laughs) literally literally The irony of the the swastika being thrown into the trash can. Uh, You are a follow. uh. (laughs) Uh, Regarding money laundering. Um, Yeah, all that money laundering, uh, folks, that you saw with, what was it? Sam Bankman Freed.
3: The Jew.
1: Um, and what was their exchange called? F FX Exchange? Something like that. FTX. Um, yeah, none of that was real. All that, uh, f- distribution of funds to Democratic, uh... The Democratic War Machine. That was... Uh, that was all fake and gay. Um... Man, I would be, uh, I would be downing tools were I on the front lines uh, for Ukraine. I would not want to be represented uh, by these people. I, wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't be fucking fighting for them. That much is uh, sure, and that just uh, allows me. We uh, can. Public service announcement for all those again, I'm just I'm gonna, I've been pissing myself laughing at this all week. Uh just to remind everyone on the uh, front lines, as it were. Yeah. That's right, folks. Don't believe the Globo Homo propaganda. Um, put them firmly back in the cupboard where they belong. <laughs> Roll one. Yes. Roll one. No pufters. Ah. <laughs> oh. All right, uh, what else did I have? Uh, I had a few other things that I wanted to touch on. Oh, yes, um, I saw this in the Discord as I was getting ready. for. So for all those that uh, keep pointing at uh, Pappy Putin hanging around with those Habadniks, um, Zelensky, of course, uh, in the first of Vladimir, Volodymyr, <laughs> Zelensky met with Habad rabbis ahead of Rosh Hashanah. Um, now... We know that uh Zelensky is a picolino of a man, uh in uh like dimensions. And uh these herbadniks, uh how should we say they're <laughs> they're fitting close to the uh, uh the happy merchant. Happy merchant trope. <laughs> What can I say? So I don't want to hear any more of it about Papi Putin and the Badniks. now. There, look, it's both sides. Now, of course, are they uh, going guns out for their nukers area too? Maybe, maybe. Um, but uh, just be um, cognizant, I would say, of the parties that are involved. All right, all right. So um, I had a few other um, news stories. Um yeah, of course, uh, this, again, it's a little uh, late. It's three days late because of my hospital visit. But, um, oh, it's in Russian, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Shugu and the Red Lines. The use of HIMARS and storm shadow missiles outside the conflict zone will mean the full participation of the US and UK in the conflict and will entail immediate attacks on decision-making centers in Ukraine. And, um this was three days ago. I haven't seen anything yet with respect to um, stepping up of missile attacks, anything like this. Now, um, the Russians, if they're anything, are methodical. So maybe, maybe, but um, what what's that? He's in with his fam. Glad he found somewhere he fits in. Looks so much better there than at the G20 a bit ago. I don't know what that means, dude. Um, Have I missed something in the chat earlier? Are you you talking about Shrugu? Was he at the G20? I don't think so. In India? Nah. Um, Alright, so, again, we're... Barreling down the uh, escalation framework, I don't know where that ends up. Again, I would just uh, appeal to you: uh, Zog wars aren't Scooby Doo. Hang on a minute. The wife is shouting for some reason.
2: For the kids, not me. Um,
1: Frank, fuck. <laughs> All right, uh, du, 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 du. Zelensky. Oh, Zelensky. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, he looks more in his element here. I have to, <laughs> have to admit. <laughs> right. Um, what did I want to do next? So we had. Oh yeah, of course, we're talking about weaponized trannies, and uh, I'm, I'm going. That's a dude's face. That is a dude. I shit you not. And uh, listen. To what the trannies have in store for you.
5: Um, And of course, firings at Twitter have left us with no one to call to flag content that is abusive.
1: That's a fucking dude. Look, you can see the surgical scars where they've gone in and shaved off the Adam's apple look. (laughs) And, uh,. By the looks of that schnoz, I will say, uh, K26er, I will take even odds, please. Um.
5: Or even incitement to violence. We're now seeing that almost anyone can promote disinformation for the price of a blue tick. <laughs>
1: I pay for a blue tick just because I I want Elon to succeed at the moment even though they say uh, I am a completely shadow banned account and uh I've got a sensitive content warning on my on my account um the have we just got to have different different corporate uh avenues available to us um
5: so we've still, it's not all bad, we have teamed up with the platforms uh, to elevate reliable information around COVID and climate to amplify...
1: <laughs> climate, you say? No shit.
5: <laughs> ...fine trusted messengers, and we have quite an army of them out there who want to take UN content and promote it within their followings. Wow.
1: Look, man, if you're, um, if you're carrying coal for the UN, NATO, etc., you're literally on the vanguard of, uh, the, the Zog legions. <laughs> what? <laughs> there, there, there usually is, uh, there'll be some karmic price to pay, <laughs> I'm sure. That bit's ugly. Yeah, man, that's ugly as fuck. Um, that's a fucking dude. with a woman's perm whatever whatever they do to their fucking hair and uh those are those are real real shoulder blades
5: and also educating users um on how to slow the spread of disinformation our new slogan that we want to have every everybody have in their ear when they're online is
1: dude that's a dude
5: Pause, take
1: care before you share. Um, What? Pause, take care before you share. Um, Isn't that something that we should be uh, aiming at? uh, (laughs) The Globo homos and their their weaponized STDs.
5: But yet. We do feel like we are in an information war, and that we need... We are, very much so. ...need to massively ramp up our response. So we're creating at the UN a central capacity to monitor monitor, and also have the ability to rapid...
1: <laughs> I think the, uh, <laughs> the K-26R nearly had a Freudian slip and said, oh, we're going to monitor. Rapidly
5: ...react... When misinformation mis- and, and hate speech is threatening not just our people, our operations, but also the issues and...
1: What's, what's that, our people? Hmm? Hmm?
5: ...the causes that we're working on, but also we're going to be gearing up our verified initiative around climate change and developing this UN code of conduct on information integrity on di- digital... Fuck these Global standards that we can all advocate around. Um...
1: <laughs> please keep your head. Try super rights to yourself, please. <laughs> uh, how dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you and uh, imply that uh, the the UN <laughs> the the bioweaponers the bioweaponers are responsible and uh, well. I don't want to say too much. What's this person called? Uh let's see UN's Under Secretary General for Global Communications, Melissa Flemings.
2: Hmm. <laughs> uh Mm, mm, mm,
1: mm, mm. i don't know um i would uh I would go digging into uh, her background but uh, <laughs> a hope more powerful than the sea what's this uh It's a book by Melissa Fleming about Syrian refugee doa al zamals experience leading up to enduring the 2014 Malta migrant shipwreck. Uh, I'm going to say uh, K26R confirmed. Uh, they're pushing, pushing the clergy-planned great replacement on you Lick bills. That's right. How dare you? How dare you want to have a country, a ecological niche of your own bequeathed to you by the creator? Oh <laughs> No, Surrey. <laughs> uh what oh yeah she's a crisp crypto wasp with a withered sleeve of (laughs) rjj crypto
2: wasp
1: A wizard sleeve, man. Where the fuck do you get it from, dude? She has a degree in German. (laughs) What shiny boots she has. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Um, like I say, the we know who was playing both sides. We know who was tippy top of the power hierarchies uh, going back. No more Zog Bank of Wars. Uh, no, sorry, not for me. And I hope the same for you too. Uh, we did Victor Shogu and uh, yes, more weaponized trannies this time coming for your children.
3: Individuals who are five years of age and older should receive one dose of the vaccine regardless of the COVID-19 vaccination history. And children between six months and four years of age should receive two doses if they have not previously been vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine. And if they have been previously vaccinated with one or more doses, they should receive a single dose.
1: Um, <laughs> what happened to uh, two shots and it was over? Mm-hmm. And again, I would <laughs> implore you, Do not go gene-transfecting your children with synthetic amyloidogenic peptides. Don't do it, folks. We don't know what the long-term effects are, and by any metric in the molecular biology, it's a a bad thing to do.
3: Um, Individuals who are five years of age and older should receive one dose of the vaccine, regardless of the COVID-19.
1: Yeah, shut it, bitch. And uh, another weaponized tranny, um, Governor Hochul. Hochul, how'd you say that? Um, I'm going to say K26R confirmed.
5: Tell everybody, don't rely on the fact that you had a vaccine in the past. It will- <laughs> This is. Uh,
1: they've swapped out. Uh, what was her name? The drunk lush who used to be the House Speaker Pelosi. It literally sounds drunk and slow <laughs> in its speech like Pelosi. They've uh, they've taken it and uh whatever that uh, cacko demon is and transplanted it into a younger a younger bot, biological robot.
5: Tell everybody don't rely on the fact that you had a vaccine in the past. It will not help you this time around. Tell everybody
1: Right so all those vaccines all those vaccine or gene transfection courses you did where it was uh, you know just get you just get your two and a booster you that'll be it that'll be it all over for you you can go back to normalcy no 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 and again i don't know it I, i'm struggling to believe that this particular attack vector has a uh, has legs uh, over the long term it's just surely surely the last flu season that they can pull this off but um yeah the it, it's not lost on me that uh as should we say <laughs> strong jawed lady boys are uh, the ones leading the charge in this particular instance um but yeah I'm I'm going for uh I'm going for tranny here so um f- It is what it is, folks. It is what it is. Okay, I think I can um, dispense with news items right now. And yes, I'm going to go back to this. So I played this uh, at the beginning of the week, but I wanted to use this again to frame why we would be looking at the molecular biology of SARS, etc. And the uh, (laughs) chemical warfare that they've unleashed upon you, which is... Where are all these excess deaths occurring? If they're not appropriated to SARS and pneumonia, influenza-like deaths, where is the death occurring? And thankfully, the Australian Parliament um, lets us know where they are. And we would make predictions from what we understand about molecular biology, the amyloidogenic sequences and the um, predilection to misfold a prion protein, um, these are... Uh, data points essentially they're just they're just data points in a very noisy data set where we should look for things that help weight our hypotheses in a particular direction and of course one of the predictions that you would make and looking at the protein protein interactions is the uh, emergence of neurodegenerative disorders as a catch-all and then you can classify them as you uh, feel comfortable underneath that um Genus, I guess. Um, uh, more damn beans. Uh, oh, you've got to dip out. Uh, sorry to see you go. Um, but uh, let's just see if uh, more damn beans sent a uh... yes. You did. Thank you very much. And um... oh god, I done well for dinos today. <laughs> I've got to find the. Uh... Where is it? Uh... Is it here? <laughs> I got. Where's the new skinger? Where's the new stinger gone? Ah, I I did I did grab it.
2: Hmm. Oh, where did I put it? Bear with
1: me. Um. Just before we get into the Aussie Parliament, let me do this. Oh, I'll let this play whilst uh, I'm looking.
0: My question is to the minister representing the health minister.
1: Oh, slow it down. That Aussie uh, accent and drawl can be, how should we say, a little uh, difficult for non non Aussies to wrap their uh, language centres around. My
0: question is to the minister representing the health minister, Minister Gallagher. Minister, in November 2022, I raised with you the issue of excess mortality as reported by the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Now, the most recent full report from the ABS shows that for the first nine months of 2022, there were nearly 20,000 excess deaths, which is about, about 16% more than the baseline average. Now, of those 8,160 deaths were attributed to COVID 19, so where's the rest from? Now, Minister, can you please confirm if a Department of Health has investigated this large increase in excess, mor- in, in excess mortality, and if they have, can you advise the Senate what is causing this spike in deaths?
6: Thank you, Senator Babette. Minister Gallaher. Uh, thank you, um, President. I thank Senator Babette for the question and also for Uh, The advance um, indication that he would be asking a question around excess deaths. I can say that uh, the Department of Health uh, would, as routine, uh, look at the reports that come out through the ABS, as uh, the Senator indicated in this question the reports that the ABS does it's... into mortality statistics, um, the reports that they do on the causes hey, of death, and of course uh, the Good Department of Health would look at oh, those and examine those to see uh, if there are any trends or issues of concern. Um, I think uh, I'm advised that it's important to note that increases in deaths from a range of uh, other causes not related to COVID-19, because there is an indication of ex- excess deaths related to COVID-19, have also been observed in 2022. And examples include deaths due to dementia, including Alzheimer's disease, which were 25.6% above the baseline average in June and 21.8% above the baseline average for the year uh, to June.
1: And that's just up to June. Um... Again, that's a dead-on indicator that uh, what we're talking about. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. Much appreciated. I think the blue phone must be downstairs. Pickle. Bear with me. Just recharge. Reload my vape, I should say. Primed and ready for action. Um, so, let's see. This variant causes lots of diarrhea. Maybe, maybe, again, um, it it doesn't just have to go via respiratory routes. It can get into the gut, etc. And then we have to look at what would be the means of propagating the peptides that would cause and initiate prion cascades. This is where we're at with... Um, the data and with i did a whole series of streams trying to catch up and or with the latest with respect to um sars and um th- let's just have a quick reminder um oh <laughs> i i i'm I, I don't feel I'm in any way qualified to be talking about this particular paper at all, but uh, one to keep an eye on. Um, Pfizer vaccine suppresses mithromycin-induced erythroid differentiation and expression of embryo-fetal globin genes in human erythroleukemia K562 cells. Now, um, to disambiguate that uh, title somewhat, they've taken embryonic cells from uh, immortalized, I'm presuming, um, bloodline, Bloodline, yes, I guess. And um, they're finding that the expression of peptides that you would need for proper embryogenesis is... Uh, missing, basically. They're not being triggered in the sequence that um, should be expected. And, you know, you can make the argument that this is just an in vitro test, etc. But there's very, very few ways we have of doing scientific studies on human embryo tissue, etc. Now, that's maybe not so hard these days with Planned Parenthood uh, leading the moral decay, but um, the um, this is concerning, I would say, and we have to put this in the context of what have been significant drops in births in countries where we've seen uh, reports Indicating that they have had 20 percent drops. So you've had a ten to twenty percent increase in all cause mortality, and a ten to twenty percent increase in drops of births. And off the top of my head, if I remember, it was Australia, Singapore, Japan, Korea. Um, I want to say Scotland was one, and maybe uh, England as well. But um, this is again one of those. I, I'm. It's a biology that I, I don't want to go treading into, etc. just to, except just to highlight, um, the, that this has come out, um, a week ago now, but, um, not a, not a good sign, I'm afraid. And again, another reason to avoid, uh, this technology that it's not fit for human use. No way, no how, Never. all right. Um, oh, Doc Keck in the chat. Good to see you. Um let's uh, so let's, let's move on. Um, I think that one was a SARS paper, but we were looking and I never got to these, but these were sort of case reports, and this one looking at neurological side effects from vaccine exposure, again, proven causality will be tough when you're just dealing with um, patient cohorts et cetera you want you want to see the recapitulation in animal models um we don't have that but this is um this is probably about as close as we're going to get in the current environment and what else were we looking at um i can skip that one which was oh no just to remind everyone that uh <laughs> aids that's right they've made airborne aids and um its correlation with sars 2 nuclear capsid protein um <laughs> just just another one of those things, the landscape that we find ourselves in. And, you know, this, as if I remember from the first attempt to crack this paper that, we, uh, that we're we going to do today, um, I want to say that they were testing, because it's about retroviruses, they were testing uh, protease inhibitors as a means to ameliorate the um, protein signaling, prion signaling That occurs uh, in their experimental setup Um, Let's see Uh, Everyone, if you want to bring back people to the bunker And want to do a talk with cameras on I welcome any guest or guest topics right here in Discord I'm trying to get a co-host or someone to throw off and go over things I'm really open to any topics As long as it helps bring people back to the bunker after getting hit Um, Yeah, well, we're we're still... um, functional in discord land so um our spartacus approach um managed to uh, at least deflect (laughs) our air defense systems were working right um let's do this so of course um this paper, I'm trying to just remind myself what we've covered recently. So this was the mass spec uh, analysis which found the signature of the proline-stabilized spike protein six months post-exposure. Uh, um, again, concerning. Um, we haven't looked at this one recently, but um, it's important for interpreting the data which we'll be looking at in a minute, which is spike protein accumulation in the skull meninges, brain access, potential implications for long-term neurological complications in post-COVID-19. And again, I will reiterate that long COVID is likely a prion-like cascade in a young brain. Now, how terminal is it? It's. uh I would have said that we could have erred on the side of uh, caution and said, well, maybe um, it's going to push you towards an Alzheimer-like outcome. And maybe you'll start expressing it 10, 20 years prior to when you would have done were you not exposed to these weaponized amyloidogenic sequences. Um, in this instance, now that we know, um, well, I say we know, we've got preliminary data from Nystrom et al, which shows that the spike sequence from 532 to 551 was most efficient in seeding human prion protein Um, That uh, that to me is an all bets off Type of finding now. I'm hoping that Nystrom will be able to get this paper out Um, It's very 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 likely that they will encounter a lot of resistance Um, because it it would it would imply if you're taking um, gene transfection and having people express this peptide that it would express this particular sequence again how much as well we've looked we checked omicron in one of the streams and we found that the amino acid sequence had changed by five amino acids and it was the terminal five not the not the beginning for and it wasn't random within that particular sequence it was the end sequence and so maybe that 15 amino acid epitope is all that's needed to initiate the prion protein scrapie cascade and we don't know yet but um this this finding is um until they can demonstrate this in all human coronaviruses etc i would be very very skeptical about again gene transfecting it um getting large exposures in i don't know crowded crowded underground trains or buses or things like things of that nature um this is uh we have to we must find out uh how how much of an impact this has on uh respective biology and you know it doesn't mean it's a full-on um kill shot again it would be dependent i think on um the complexity of biology were were we so fragile um i think we would have been we wouldn't be here now as it were so so but this might be a new um new way well, we know it's new we know it's novel we checked the yes big boy hmm uh yes uh da,
2: da, 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 da
1: see Pistoffman says i think the proteins are where the focus should be there are so many proteins as well as amino acids which is a group of proteins it's a bonfire um yes uh it is a bonfire um it's all a phase three trial yeah (laughs) that's that's one way of putting it i guess (laughs) all right um Uh, Ibernian Blanco says coincidence theory hasn't fared well thus far. No, no, it hasn't. And um again, this is you know, the amyloid aspect of it, again, you could you could argue that it's kind of it's implicit in the in the nature of biology, right? You have amyloidogenic sequences, even in your own biology, it's, again, it's just about how easily they're displayed or, or um, come into contact with other other proteins, etc. And in this instance, um, if we see a prion protein, specific prion protein targeting sequence, again, um, you know, you don't, uh, if you if you're a Ukrainian or Ruski right now, you don't just blithely walk uh, through the fields, right? You take care where you place your feet lest you uh, blow off your toes and have to have a glamour pic taken with uh, <laughs> Ashton Cirillo. <laughs> Does anyone have that picture, that poor dude with the foot blown off that's having it put in the the <laughs> lap of the tranny? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Dot Keck says criminal notice of liability going out next week against local health department and County commissioners. That's right. Uh, take, uh, take the lawfare to them. I don't know what good it will do us. Um, I think the law systems have been, they got subverted long ago, long before we had, uh, scientific institutes, etc. Um, So, what was the paper that we need to do? It was um, was it this one? Uh, No, this is the viral ligand receptor interactions. So this is from the same group, and this is this is one where they show that SARS-CoV two spike protein fragment or spike protein peptide facilitates um, the prion cascade in this instance and. Um, just to refresh our memories, so using different cellular models propagating prions or pathogenic tau aggregates, we demonstrate that vesicular stomitis virus glycoprotein in and SARS-CoV-2 spike protein increase aggregate induction by cell contact, or... Ligand-decorated extracellular vesicles. That would be exosomes uh, to you. You undemented out there that don't understand the scientific vernacular. Um, Our data raised the possibility that viral infections contribute to proteopathic seed spreading by facilitating intercellular cargo transfer. Yes, that's right. And let's do this one this is our paper that we want to get to which is reactivated endogenous retroviruses promote protein aggregate spreading now this came after the last one that we looked at so um the i'm i'm inclined towards they've done their due diligence and the again i've haven't worked with this expression system i was a monkey man myself and um would tend to uh, veer towards uh you know functional models trying to recapitulate the neuronal activity that would classify um neurodegenerative states in particular parkinson's but the um
2: The point I'm trying to get at is that
1: we can have high, high confidence—not a um, hundred percent—but high confidence that those that work with these systems have reviewed this paper and have greenlit it for publication. So there's um, there's substance here. It's not just uh, vaporware. So. Uh. See. Doc X says there will also be a civil component for damages statute provides. Um, just get me some of those damages, sir. Right. Um, let's just dive in. Let's start with the abstract. So prion-like spreading of protein misfolding is characteristic of neurodegenerative diseases. But the exact mechanisms of intercellular protein aggregate dissemination remains unresolved evidence accumulates that endogenous retroviruses remnants of viral germline infections that are normally epigenetically silenced become upregulated in neurodegenerative diseases such as als and tauopathies and um what are they talking about endogenous retroviruses well you have these viruses through reverse transcriptase, which can insert themselves into your genome, and then they can essentially be passed down your genetic uh, lineage. And you know, the human body is uh, a wonderful, wonderful machine—not machine. Uh, not machine. Um, I don't want to—I don't want to uh, give any fuel to the, uh, the, to the technocrat transhumanist arguments it's it's a, a wonderful gift from uh, the creator and it can see these uh, non yes big boy um what was i saying um yes that you, you can silence somewhat these um Genomes and their expression products. And in fact, some are even have even been utilized in our adaptation to build the organism that we are today. And so, some of those I want to say it's synctitia formation around embryogenesis again. Um, that's a common one which people will talk about. So, um, let's continue. Um, We show that upregulation of endogenous retroviruses drastically increases the dissemination of protein aggregates between cells and culture, a process that can be inhibited by targeting the viral envelope protein or viral protein processing. So again, either some type of antibody or small molecule to attach extracellularly these peptides, I guess, or you take your uh, you take your prep like a, like a good homo and. <laughs> Go out, uh, go out bug chasing. (laughs) Right, Uh, Human endogenous retrovirus envelopes of four different clades also elevate intercellular spreading of protopathic seeds, including pathological tau. Our data support a role of endogenous retroviruses in protein misfolding diseases and suggest that antiviral drugs could represent promising candidates for inhibiting protein aggregate spreading. Cats. Um... Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. DJ says it's a biological machine for the soul. Yes. Yes. All right. Neurodegenerative diseases are associated with the aberrant folding of host-encoded proteins into insoluble, highly structured, beta-sheet-rich protein complexes termed amyloid. Misfolding of proteins, such as the microtubule binding protein tau, is associated with highly prevalent Alzheimer's disease and other tauopathies. In Alzheimer's disease, tau deposition precedes grey matter atrophy, arguing that misfolded tau is a major driver of pathogenesis. Several different proteins, such as TDP43 or FOS, accumulate in the central nervous system of patients suffering from ALS or frontotemporal lobar degeneration. While mutations in aggregation-prone proteins account for some cases of familial neurodegenerative diseases, the etiologies of spontaneous diseases are unknown. Um, hmm. Not so much unknown now. (laughs) Uh, Protein misfolding occurs through a process of templated conversion in which small oligomers of misfolded proteins eventually fold into amyloid fibrils capable of templating their aberrant fold onto soluble proteins of the same kind. Protein aggregation appears to proceed along neuroanatomical projections, arguing that intercellular dissemination and propagation of protein misfolding underlie disease progression. So this was something that I was talking about with Charles, which is in um, prion disease, canonically it goes from sensory motor pathways into motor pathways. That's the loop. And then there are other... um, means of uh spread as well but um i think I said I would check that last stream, but I, I didn't in the interim, sorry. All right. This process resembles the spreading of prions, infectious protein aggregates composed of PRP that are causative agents of transmissible spongiform encephalopathies. Indeed, a growing number of studies using cellular models or animals provide substantial evidence for the spreading of protein aggregates between cells and within tissues. Small seeds of aggregated proteins can be either directly released by affected cells or transmitted to bystanders cells via direct cell contact. Protopathic seeds capable of inducing protein aggregation in recipient cells can also be packaged into extracellular vesicles which are normally secreted by cells for intercellular communication. And this is where we get down into the rub with respect to um, viral pathogenesis and the um, what are the products that it's secreting into the host organism. Now, you could have, again, you're going to be dealing with this spectrum of amyloidogenic type peptides, but are, have we been dealing all along with prion protein targeting peptides? This is This is the question. We don't know right now. There is there is a few decades. Well, I don't know. The, the, the science operates on different timescales than when I I were a lad, and the. But there's many years studies ahead with respect to trying to tease apart this mechanism. But you know, the we are making progress, and work like this is of critical importance. So you know, I, I'd be careful before um, dismissing it. We have recently shown that viral glycoproteins such as the vesicular stomitis virus protein G or SARS-CoV-2 spike S expressed by protein aggregate bearing cells can mediate efficient intercellular contact with bystander cells resulting in protein aggregate induction. Moreover, viral glycoprotein decoration of extracellular vessels from donor cells harboring proteopathic seeds composed of tau, the yeast SUP35 prion domain NM or prion protein PRP strongly increased the EV's aggregate-inducing capacity in recipient cells. Thus, viral glycoproteins expressed during infection could act as address codes that enable delivery, receptor binding, efficient uptake, and cytosolic release of protopathic cargo into recipient cells. So again, the... um, because of the receptor binding properties of viral peptides, it allows so think of your ACE2 receptor, it allows these um, extracellular vesicles, the secreted um exosomes to go and bind to other cells. And you have to think about um the so for for but not bodies, um, vesicles, cells, molecules, etc. to come into close enough contact to interact. There's a whole bunch of electrostatic forces that are at play and this comes from the phospholipids, the peptides, all all, all the uh, molecules that stud and decorate a um, cell membrane or in this case extracellular vesicle and it's a, if they've done this, if they've tuned this into a weapon it's a vicious evil um, swipe at mankind and we should we should go to fucking extraordinary lengths to make sure that those who are responsible, because I have no doubt that it is of synthetic origin, pay a fucking heavy, heavy price. Okay. So viral genes are not only encoded by exogenous viruses invading mammalian cells, but are also remnants of mammalian germline infections that happened millions of years ago. Well, maybe, um, and I know some, uh, I know some religious types who would uh, argue vehemently against that uh, millions of years ago figure, um, but we will. We will stick with scientific canon for the moment and make the presumption that that life, the universe, etc. has been around for an inordinate amount of time. And um, molecular biology um, goes back literally billions of years. Um, Let's see. What's this? Uh, Woodshed wench.
2: Do I need to look at here?
1: Viral and prion infections associated with central nervous system syndromes in Brazil. Is this neat? Uh, It's about Zika virus It's a review Um, Thank you, I will Check it out later Um, Get back to This paper Alright, so but we did the millions ago, million years ago. So approximately 8 to 10% of human and mouse genomes consist of retroviral elements. Endogenous retroviruses share a common genome architecture with their exogenous counterparts in which the coding regions for the capsid proteins, GAG, reverse transcriptase, integrase and protease, pole and envelope glycoprotein, EMV, are flanked by long terminal repeats. The majority of ERVs are reduced to proviral fragments and only a few are intact or at least contain full open reading frames that are transcribed and or translated. ERVs are subject to tight control by epigenetic modifications that repress transcription. Again, this um, brings to mind the identified nuclear localization signal that we saw with the first iteration of SARS, and also the first, not just the first round, but the, all the gene transfections that contained at least the Wuhan OG strain. Now, I don't again, I don't think the studies have been done in the literature to say that that nuclear localization um, signal is modified massively by uh, alterations to the multi-basic furin cleavage site region. Again, we don't know. That's, it's that simple. And it's okay sometimes to say you don't know, okay? It means you're just going to be uh, more receptive to more data coming down the line. Now, you don't want your brain to fall out your ears like uh, Scooby sperg but the um, it's important that we wrap our heads around this biology. And I think what I will do, because from my experience, the trajectory of neurodegeneration is intimately involved with iron dysregulation in the brain. And iron dysregulation leads to ferroptosis that leads to cell death and if the ferroptopsis is quick and aggressive you likely would be left with um, a spongy like brain and we have to this is we have to start thinking about these um, emergent pathophysiological pathways that could be at least a measure, or not measure, but a way of perhaps limiting and slowing down this process. I think it would be impossible to stop, but perhaps you could um, slow it down, at least. Squeeze out a few extra years of quality of life before you become a dribbling meat sack of... misfolded proteins and um, wonky biological drives. Um, Did Luc Montagnier predict prion disease as a side effect from the COVID-19 vaccines? Um, I don't know, to tell the truth. I mean, he spoke about prion risk with respect to the viruses, uh, it, it's definitely something, yes. He did, he published the paper with the Creutzfeldt Jakob disease um, cohort, right? Where France would typically record one case per year of early onset Creutzfeldt Jakob disease, and they got a 260% increase, <laughs> so you know. Make that what you will. Now I'm just going to close the door. It's heating up and I want the AC to be more efficient. Just bear with me.
2: Um let's
1: see All right um The majority of ERVs, yeah, we did that to proviral fragments, open reading planes, ERVs are subject to tight control, yeah, we did that. Uh, Failure to silence herbs is associated with cancer as well as autoimmune, inflammatory and neurodegenerative disorders, importantly. Several human herve members are upregulated in the brains of tauopathy and ALS patients. No Herve derived infectious virions have so far been detected, but Herve expressing cell lines can produce viral-like particles. Interesting. No Herve derived infectious virions have so far been detected. Yeah, so it's not the... You're not getting viral expression because the elements of the virus with integration into the genome get split up so that it can't make, I guess, the polyprotein for um, virus virus assembly. But, but there's enough of the, like I say, the open reading frames to make specific peptides and, you know, as evolution is want to do it'll uh it's not going to let anything go to waste and um there will be some some elements some molecular biology that may find it of use all right murine herbs of the maloney leukemia virus clade have integrated into the germline of ancestors millions of years ago some inbred mouse lines constitutively generate infectious mlv particles in most inbred mouse lines, however, the propensity of individual MLV loci to produce infectious virions is low. Still, restoration of ervs by recombination events between the dozens of distinct loci of MLV subgroups in immunocompromised vo- mice induces viremia. Here we uncover that activation of endogenous MLVs strongly affects the spreading of protopathic seeds between cells. By studying the spreading behavior of cytosolic protein aggregates composed of a yeast prion domain in cell culture, we demonstrate that the reactivation of MLVs strongly increases intercellular aggregate transmission. Reconstitution of hect donor cells propagating cytosolic yeast prions or tau aggregates with MLV Env was sufficient. Okay, so, just the. Um, Oh, did I, am I reading that right? Reconstitution of HEC donor cells. Reconstitution. I, I, w- I want to say they're meaning... Um, not the whole cell. Let me read this again. Here we uncover the activation of endogenous MLVs strongly affects the spreading of proteopathic seeds between cells by studying the spreading behavior of cytosolic protein aggregates. So it just means intracellular proteins. Composed of yeast prion domain in cell culture. We demonstrate the reactivation of MLVs strongly increases intercellular aggregate transmission. Okay, so this exposure to this yeast prion protein triggers the um, the encoding of these endogenous retroviruses. Now, reconstitution of HEC donor cells propagating cytosolic yeast prions or tau aggregates with MLV envelope protein was sufficient to promote protein aggregate transfer between cells but was increased when additional viral gene products were present. Mm, I'm still... Well, maybe it become clearer as we read on. So reconstitution of Heck donor cells. Targeting receptor binding of viral protein maturation drastically reduced intercellular proteopathic seed spreading. Mm. So this is... This is this mechanism of you getting the endogenous, the extracellular vesicle. It's got the glycoprotein studded in it and on it, and it will bind in a receptor binding-like way and be taken into the cell, thus leading to further prion cascades. These findings raise the possibility that the depression of ERVS accelerates the prion-like spreading of protein aggregates and suggests that ERVS represent potential therapeutic targets for disease interventions.
2: Hmm.
1: See, these findings raise the possibility that the depression of ERVS endogenous retroviruses accelerates the prion-like spreading of protein aggregates, suggests that ERVS... Depression. I would read that as suppressing endogenous retroviruses. Mm. Again, this seems a little unclear. This, If I was reviewing this, I would want them to reword this paragraph. All right, so correlation of ERV expression and increased aggregate induction. For this study, we made use of our cell model, which is based on the whatever the yeast prion. Um, NM contains the prion domain of the Saccharomyces cerevisae translation termination factor, sub-35, that can form self-templating protein aggregates. The prion domain shares the compositional similarity with prion-like domains of RNA-binding proteins, FUS, and TDP43, known to form protein aggregates in ALS and FTLD. Soluble NM expressed in mammalian cells can be induced to aggregate by recombinant NM amyloid fibrils, resulting in cell populations that faithfully replicate NM aggregates over multiple passages. Once induced, NM aggregates also transmit to bystander cells by direct contact. So I, w- I would make the presumption there that um, the gap junctions, it, the cells are going to be maybe fused together, and you have uh, connexin-type tunnels between um, between cells. So that's one one route, and so that minimizes your ability to mop up you might be able to mop up what would be in circulation but it can still propagate via neighbor spread i guess if you want a, a layman way of thinking about it essentially knocking or think of like the old tenement houses right where they're they're all joined together and essentially it would all just be like one roof and you could essentially hop from house to house by just going through uh, the lofts of uh, old houses when I, when I were allowed, not that, not that I, maybe building codes have uh, improved somewhat, but uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was remember as a little kid looking at that and thinking, Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see for simplicity. We did Oh no, that's making too much of a jump there. Once induced, NM aggregates able to transmit to bystander cells by direct cell contact or via EVs, thereby inducing ongoing NM aggregation. Using our mouse neuroblastoma N2A sub-35 NM model system, we isolated N2A subclone S2E with a H, e with I guess that's hemagglutinin maybe, epitope tagged sub-35 NM prion aggregate. Supplementary material, so we can ignore it. Um, interestingly, this clone outcompeted other clones in its aggregate inducing capacity in recipient cells. For simplicity, we here call this donor clone N2A NMHA ag. <laughs> ah, deaf by acronym. Anyway, surprisingly, its aggregate inducing activity in co culture experiments strongly increased when cells were cultured over prolonged periods of time. Um, Why would that be surprising? Let me think about that. Surprisingly, it's aggregate-inducing activity in co-culture experiments strongly increased when cells were cultured over prolonged periods of time. Um, Yeah, well, I would expect that. More time, more chance for um, the spread of these peptides. All right, so the increase in aggregate-inducing capacity was reproducible, occurring approximately between 7 and 16 passages post-cryopreservation approximately 32 to 72 days. Donor cells at high passage number retained their NM aggregate-inducing activity even when cry preserved passage 21 and subsequently taken into culture. So I guess they begin their culture, they let it grow out and they're basically taking cells and uh, the fluid in which the cells are growing and then plating it onto new growth medium and so on and so forth um, for convenience donor cells cryopreserved at a passage one or passage 21 were subsequently used for experiments for up to six passages if not otherwise noted for simplicity we refer to cell populations as early and late passage donors respectively Increased donor passage number, also increased aggregate induction in recipients cultured with conditioned medium from donors. Yeah, so again, you've got extracellular vesicles, you've got internal transmissible uh, peptides, Um, the... yeah so they go on to say that that suggesting that aggregates might have been contained in extracellular vesicles and they can destroy them by sonication um i remember that bit now um this begs the question which is the does sonication preserve peptides or does it completely break down peptides into constituent Amino acids and I want, I would like to understand what the output products are after sonication. That's a question to think about as we work our way through this paper. Um, okay, so extracellular vesicles. So they see aggregations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and. Uh, proteomics, and um, I guess this is just the sort of experimental workflow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Right. Okay, so we previously demonstrated that NM aggregates are transmitted to bystander cells by extracellular vesicles, exosomes, to test if this was also a the case at the late passage, extracellular vesicles from donors of different passages were purified by differential centrifugation. Um, I presume not altogether at the same time. Um, Strong aggregate induction was observed with extracellular vessels from late passage donors demonstrating that EVs were involved in cell-free aggregate. Yeah, so this is this issue around So there's iatrogenic prion creutzfeldt jakob disease where they would take instruments that had been used on one patient and then used again on another patient, and they found that they could um, spread prions in this fashion. Um, Sonication basically abolished the aggregate-inducing activity of EVs. Increased induction was not due to increased EV secretion as particle numbers did not change significantly over prolonged culture. EVs isolated from late passage donor cells also increased NM aggregate induction in primary cortical neurons, not good, arguing that intercellular aggregate induction did not require mitotically active cells. Yeah. So um uh, there are various stages of which a cell is going to be vulnerable right so um a cell division there's a lot of activity happening in the cell as the chromosomes double up and then they'll they'll separate and make uh, a daughter cell line but there's issues around and this is what I, i'm so there's protein formation right and that's uh translation process from genome into peptide products within the intracellular um, matrix and you know the question would be are, are you messing with the translation component from mrna into the proteins now my maybe this has changed we're gonna find something new here But the effects of prion cascades, amyloidogenic cascades, are a post-translation phenomenon. It's got nothing, well, I don't want to say it's got nothing to do with um, translation from the mRNA into the peptide structure. But conventional wisdom basically says that there's a... It's it's an interaction within the extracellular matrix that causes the the misfolding. It's not a translation process. To identify changes in the proteomes of donor cells that might contribute to protein aggregate spreading, we performed mass spectrometry analysis of total cell lysates and donor EV fractions at early and late passages post cryopreservation. Among the proteins increased in donor cells and VEVs upon prolonged culture, we identified mouse endogenous MLV proteins to be highly increased. The partially overlapping open reading frames of MLV code for polyproteins, GAG, comprising nucleocapsid, capsid, P12 and matrix protein, POL, reverse transcriptase, integrase and protease for the envelope glycoprotein EMV, excuse me, um, they are transcribed as full genomic viral RNAs, as well as subgenomic mRNAs, coding only for ENV. Long cell culture increased mRNA levels, coding for MLV, ENV, and GAGPOL in both cell lysates and EVs. By contrast, transcripts from retro elements, IAP, ETNI, 1 and 2, Line 1, and MUSTD remained largely unaffected. Okay, so I don't know enough about line. Line 1 is um, famous now because of its potential involvement in integrating SARS genomes into um, cell lines. Um, Beyond that, I don't have much to add. I don't know. Again, this is a whole other field of study. (laughs) Western blot analysis confirmed increased expression of EMV and GAG in cell lysates and EV fractions from donors upon prolonged culture. The presence of capsid demonstrates GAG processing by the viral protease. Donor cells produced both active viral particles and extracellular vesicles. The finding that MLV mRNA and proteins strongly increased in donor cells upon prolonged culture suggested that donor cells secrete active retroviruses, as has been observed for a few cell lines before. In line with this, increased reverse transcriptase activity was observed upon the prolonged culture of donors. Dozens of MLVs proviruses, dozens of MLVs proviruses populate the murine genome and are classified by their respective EMV proteins as ecotropic and polytropic and xenotropic, dependent on their receptor preferences. To test if the expression of ERVs had been triggered by prion aggregation, or the yeast prion aggregation, we performed quantitative real-time PCR on mRNA extracted from different N2A NM populations before and after exposure to recombinant NM fibrils. So again, they're putting in these, I guess, preformed fibrils as a catalyst step. I guess aggregate induction had no influence on the induction of endogenous MLV subgroups, arguing that the upregulation of MLV is likely influenced by other means than the protein aggregate. Well, the prion protein. Interesting.
2: Yeah, um. This is them looking
1: the Structures, extracellular vesicles hmm. To demonstrate that donor cells produce infectious viruses Vesicle fractions derived from donors Were added to murine melan A cells A cell line permissive for MLV Detection of gag and env by Western Block demonstrated that cells produced an infectious virus.
2: <laughs> trying to think
1: what this would mean at a how much you could translate this from the culture environment to
2: what's happening in the body.
1: I don't think we have a good handle, really. We further tested it by Vector fusion one a compound that increases viral interaction with cellular membranes could enhance aggregate induction. Aggregate induction was also increased when a conditioned medium was added to recipients in the presence of Vector fusion one Interestingly, MLV virus-like particles can be formed that lack retroviral RNA. Hang on, (laughs) I've got to try and wrap my head around some of this shit. MLV virus-like particles can be formed that lack retroviral RNA. Just meaning the, um, the peptides responsible for integration into genome. So it's, it's like a partial Viral genome that's essentially still functional, but just doesn't doesn't have uh, the reverse transcriptase. Is that what that means? Let's press on and see. To test which vesicle fractions released by donor cells were NMC incompetent, we separated extracellular vesicles from viral particles by iodoxanol velocity. ...gradient previously used to separate HIV-1 virons from microvesicles. Take that, no virus uh, cranks. <laughs> can separate them. So they say, Fractions with the highest particle concentrations, fractions 2 to 6, harbored ALEX and NMHA, arguing that they contained extracellular vesicles. GAG and ENV were distributed throughout the gradient, with highest levels present in ALEX-positive fractions. Okay. Reverse transcriptase activity was almost exclusively present in fractions 8 to 11, arguing that these fractions contained active virus. Yeah, but then you want to continue the infective process, I guess. I I will make the presumption they've done that. This was confirmed by electron microscopy, which revealed membranous... 80 to 100 nanometer spherical particles with an electron-dense core characteristic of gamma retroviral particles in fractions 9 and 10. By contrast, um, vesicles in fractions 2 and 3 exhibited a cup-shaped morphology characteristic of extracellular vesicles electron microscopy next we tested the nm aggregate inducing activity of fractions by adding them to recipient n2a nm gfp soul cells highest aggregate induction was associated with rt negative ev fractions uh, so yeah it's they're basically making the argument that it's not um it's not a direct consequence of integrating the virus into the genome which is causing the prion misfolding they can take the extracellular vesicles that have the prion in it and that is more um toxic i guess um we're if we're classifying um prion expression as being the most The far end of the spectrum. Um, We conclude that NM aggregate seeding, yeah, we did that, and aggregate induction can be inhibited by antibodies directed against MLV EV. Hmm. Okay. Modulation of EV expression NM aggregate induction. So the foregoing experiment suggested that ENV plays a prominent role in intercellular aggregate transmission and induction. We tested if silencing of MLV in donors affects aggregate induction in recipient cells. Transfection of donor cells with free individual signaling RNAs targeting or silencing, um, MR, silencing RNAs targeting MLV, ENV or GAG or POL. Um, only slightly decreased MLV gene products likely due to multi-copy ERVs. Partial knockdown of gagpole or ENV still decreased NM aggregate induction in co-cultured N2A NM GFP cells, arguing that ENV as well as gagpole contribute to enhanced proteopathic seed spreading. Now, that makes sense to me, and I want to... This, This bit. We conclude that NM aggregate seeding is mainly associated with reverse transcriptase Next yes, you don't need reverse transcriptase, you just need env and gag and um that's enough to increase aggregation signals. Yeah, okay, that makes sense.
2: Um okay. mm.
1: all right. Um I don't know much about epigenetics, so let's see what this says here. Except so, <laughs> Yeah. methylation and all that um how how the body really does that um again i think it's one of those uh well i don't know maybe maybe when i were allowed it was just uh, it just used to be called junk dna it didn't do anything <laughs> mlv expression underlies epigenetic control through promoter methylation early during development Yes, okay. As DNA methyltransferase inhibitors can induce expression of ERVs, we tested if erasing this repressive epigenetic mark potentiates aggregate-inducing activity of donor cells. Okay. Treatment of donor cells at early passage with DNA methyltransferase inhibitors. Uh, 5 azacytidine, or... Desitabine resulted in increased expression of MLV-env-gag mRNA and increased env-gag protein. Both drugs also significantly increased NM aggregate induction in recipient cells when these were co-cultured with pretreated donors. In a reverse experiment, increased methylation by treatment of late passage donors with L-methionine, betaine, or choline chloride resulted in decreased env- and gag-pole mRNA. Protein levels and reduced aggregate induction in recipients. Oh, sorry, should have. That was a comma, not full stop. <laughs> we conclude that modulation of MLV expression affects intercellular aggregate spreading in an N2A cell culture system. This is when the smart Alec postdoc will say, "Wow, well, what about in vivo?" <laughs> That's what I'd always say. What about monkeys? <laughs> Viral protein maturation required for NM aggregate induction. MLV proteins, Env and GAG, require the MLV viral protease for processing into mature proteins. Supplementary data, we can ignore it. To investigate if increased NM aggregate induction depends on the proper maturation of viral proteins, we tested anti HIV 1 drugs for their effects on prion aggregate induction in co culture. Among the four tested HIV protease inhibitors, amprenivir, and atazanavir have previously been shown to inhibit MLV protease. Treatment of co-cultures with these compounds had no effect on the percentage of donor cells with pre-existing NMHA aggregates. However, the two MLV protease inhibitors, atazanavir and emprenavir reduce the percentage of recipient cells with induced NMGFP aggregates. Other HIV protease inhibitors, reverse transcriptase inhibitors, or hepatitis C protease inhibitors had no effect on donor aggregates or aggregate induction in recipient during co-culture.
2: Mm. This, is, this
1: is where, you know, you, you're waiting for what the military industrial pharma complex is going to unleash on you and maybe they're going to go down the thing of well you know <laughs> lick spill just to get a handle on your uh your prion spreading you need to be taking these uh, these protease inhibitors for the rest of your life otherwise it's the brain rot farm for you and we won't even allow your relatives to come and see you Wow, we're we're stepping into some fucking sketchy territory, man. <laughs> we hypothesized that Amprovenivir inhibited MLV protease-driven viral protein maturation in donor cells or during EV formation and thus had no effect on recipients. Thus, we tested the effect of the HIV protease inhibitor Amprenivir on NM-GFP uh, aggregate induction by treating recipient cells one hour prior to the addition of EVs isolated from donor cells and incubated them together in the presence of the drug for a further 12 hours. As a control, donor cells were also co-cultured with recipients in the presence of drug. As expected, Amprenivir only inhibited aggregate induction in co-cultures, but not in drug-treated recipients exposed to EVs. By contrast, when donor cells were pre-incubated with different concentrations of amprenavir for three days and subsequently co-cultured with recipients in the presence of the inhibitor, aggregate induction in recipients was drastically decreased in a dose-dependent manner. Yeah, man.
2: This irks me.
1: i can see it man yeah yeah those uh you know those fucking vaccines they're uh they're they're horrible but that was a big mistake a big mistake on our part you'll have to forgive us but uh now we've uh now we've transfected you and seeded you with these uh amyloidogenic and prion like particles well you need uh prep plus <laughs> Oh, come on, Rixie in the house. Good to see you. Um, How shocking. More antivirals that would have worked. Um, Maybe, maybe. There's a... There's a distribution curve that happens around pharmacologics, and it's not like every... Every exposed cell um, receives the magic treatment, and... Again, I think I think you're in a game of slow it down, not stop it completely. And this is kind of what this paper is arguing that um, they can make these interventions by making calculated hypothesis-driven interventions. But again, this is um, cul- culture experiment etc and you need drug penetration into target tissues yada 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 all all these all these issues are going to be at hand and well then then comes your nano <laughs> your nanotech this is where the graphene will come in they're going to have uh, little graphene uh molecules out there with uh studied with these um these inhibitory molecules and the other silencing RNA. <laughs> you watch. Alright these experiments suggest that maturation of endogenous MLV encoded gene products in donor cells or donor derived extracellular vesicles is required for efficient aggregate induction in recipient cells. Um yeah but this this is just it doesn't get round the gap junction connects in bridge problem. So again, it's a slow down strategy. Viral ligand receptor interactions drive uh, prion aggregate induction. So MLV envelope proteins mediate specific contact of virions with their cognate receptors on target cells and induce cargo release into the cytosol by enforcing the fusion of lipid bilayers. According to our proteomic analysis, polytropic ENV was expressed in LP cells, suggesting that contact between polytropic ENV and its receptor, XRP1, was involved in NM aggregate spreading. Doesn't say it's the only way of spreading. Silencing of recipient MLV receptor XPR1, but not MCAT1, the receptor for ecotropic MLV, strongly reduced NM aggregate induction in co-cultures by EV exposure, confirming that produced MLVs belong to the group of XP MLVs using this receptor. Silencing of both receptors in recipient cells, had no effect on NM aggregate induction induced by recombinant NM fibrils, arguing that NM aggregate uptake was mediated by EV receptor contact and not the direct contact of an NM seed with the receptor. Like I, I can see the rationale for proposing, you know, these protease inhibitor-type interventions. Um, but, you know, the... Are you, you going to get rid of reservoirs where the prions can just keep feeding into the system? And... I think you're going to just come up against the same barriers that they have with um, HIV, etc.
2: Right.
1: XPR1 is a receptor with 8 putative transmembrane domains and 4 intracellular loops. At least 6 polymorphic variants of XPR1 restrict infection by specific XPMLVs, with polymorphisms in ECL3 and 4 affecting the entry of certain XPMLV subtypes. Ah. <laughs> advantageous polymorphisms again. Imagine my shock. <laughs> Analysis of XPR1 of susceptible N2A-NM. GFP cells demonstrated that its ENV recognition domain differed at nine residues within ECL3 and 4 from XPR1 expressed by HEC-NM. GFP cell cells supplementary. I know I'm zipping past the figures, etc. But I just want to get this paper read and done. We kind of get the... Um, the direction that the paper is taking, right? That There are multiple pathways that that the prion protein can spread. The inclusion of these retroviral proteins can facilitate, say, um, this prion spread. And their hypothesis being that you can go in, modify the expression levels and slow down the um the spread of the prion but you know the the idea that um everyone is gonna uh, (laughs) we bands are gonna be having to take prep (laughs) before they go to uh kindergarten (laughs) what a what a fucking world man assholes Uh, du, 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 du. All right. expression of N2A XPR1 variant conferred susceptibility to hex cells, both in co-culture or upon exposure to donor-derived extracellular vesicles. By contrast, expression of N2A polymorphic XPR1 variant had no effect on aggregate induction by recombinant NM fibrils. We conclude that efficient NM aggregate induction via cold culture or EVs depends on the specific interaction of ENV with its receptor. As xenotropic MLVs are unable to infect murine cells, the respective ENV involved in aggregate spreading is of polytropic origin.
2: <laughs> wow. Well.
1: Retroviral proteins promote the spreading of Nm and Tau aggregates. The foregoing experiments demonstrated that upregulation of MLV strongly affected intracellular aggregate spreading. So far, it was unclear if generation of active viral particles was required for this process. To test this, hec Nm HA Ag cells, not coding for MLV, were transfected with combinations of plasmids coding for MLV Gag, Pol, amphotropic. MLV-ENV-10A1 and MLV-Transfer Vector for Virus Production. Oof, that was a fucking mouthful. <laughs> Bigger 6A. cells stably expressing NMGFP were chosen as recipients due to their high expression level of Amphitropic Env Receptor Pit 2. Ectopping Ectopic expression of viral protein Env resulted in significant increased aggregate induction rates in co-cultured recipients with higher induction rates where Env and Gagpol were expressed simultaneously. And so this is... um, I need to think about the lymphocytopenia right so the the loss of this is this is why we're keeping this paper around right acquired immune deficiency syndrome correlation with SARS-CoV-2 N genotypes so um as the prions that we're talking about in this current paper are being packaged up um n protein from SARS virus is being packaged up and we know of the if we're Believe this paper that um, it targets CD147, a marker of immune cells, and causes a HIV-independent acquired immune deficiency syndrome. And the in this case, I want to say they were arguing for this being a chronic and permanent state for the organism we we're making the presumption in this case that it's not germline integrating etc and i don't there, there's a lot of um unknowns in that interaction right there but um what was the point i was getting to that um that y- you're with that drop in immune posture okay you're going to have the expression of these retroviral elements that are already there. So in effect, the, the, the target, one of the targets is to increase the expression of these innate retroviral proteins. That then causes a feedback, you would presume, um, expansion of prion seeding in um, affected individuals. Um, and again, people who figured this out as a weapon had the degree of technical understanding that they did with, and probably it's it's the analogy with those that created the first nuclear weapons with all the fundamental um, chemistry and physics, etc. They've made the same conceptual conceptualizations and understanding of molecular biology organic chemistry physics all, all, all of the um, disciplines that would be necessary and also that extended out into um, social structures interactions the elements that are very difficult to quantify of human human behavior yet we we know that they're there and these you know i it's we are very very far away from understanding the knock-on consequences of infection repeat infection gene transfection etc and they might just really turn the screws and then say well you know if you want to if you want to uh, another day of quality of life without turning into a dribbling meat sack you're going to have to take the the new protease inhibitors that they they've got lined up and you're going to have to take them on a daily basis and you will be forced to take them because all the surveillance will be in place to hammer you um in such instances, and then they will have reached their Shangri-La, where uh, all the trannies and deviants can go round uh, <laughs> bug chasing, etc., etc. And Pinfluser <laughs> <laughs> says, "Yes, they absolutely knew, thinking plug and play hubris." Yeah. Um.
2: Da, 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 da. see
1: i'm just checking the chat just for this is just pre on r&d licks don't get your panties in a bunch right <laughs> um sax wasn't paid off no i don't think sax was um he's he's I think he got a look at the <laughs> beast, as it were. Um let's see Sax is too smart to be that dumb, my opinion. I feel he got a talking to by Dayzak's handlers to suppress the death of millions. I don't know. Sachs at that time believed ideology that may have changed. Yeah, look, man, he, like he was in the system, as it were, and he's he's come out and basically said, not in my name. He didn't have to do that.
2: Um, an hour already?
1: Two hours, son. <laughs> Two hours. I mean, I've been at a cold face. Two hours. Uh um, I wonder if Pradhan et al. was more than just a retraction. If the CIA was in full cover-up mode, that would be an easy payoff or coerced retraction in the depths of the origin stories as a correlation. Maybe. Ruda says, thank God my daughter is not vaxxing her newborn. Fuck these people. Thank God for the doc. She's been listening in the background for over... Year, over three years. What are herbs? human endogenous retroviruses? Um, I, I might just give my vocal cords a break and we can ask uh, YouTube, give us a um, quick rundown of what a herb is. Why don't they show the time on videos anymore? Six. What are herbs?
2: We're going
0: to see why human endogenous retroviruses matter, but before that, what are human endogenous retroviruses, and how did they become an important part of human DNA? A retrovirus does not have the ability to replicate itself. It needs to use a host cell's DNA to integrate itself and use a cell's machinery to replicate. This process leaves a copy of the retrovirus insertion in the DNA of the infected cell. Now, if the infected cell is a germline cell and it is later fecundated, the copy from the viral infection will be present in the DNA of every cell of the descendant. And this is how viral DNA becomes endogenous to the DNA of the host. And it is a process common to most living beings. Over time, the species will be confronted repeatedly to new infections, and this process will continue many, many times over resulting in the presence of multiple endogenous virus copies in the DNA of the host. This natural process started at the time of our primate ancestors, but it continued with evolution. Humans were and are still exposed to retroviruses, endogenizing new copies into our DNA. And as a result, 8% of human DNA is composed of remnant copies of viruses that contaminated our ancestors. This compares to about 3% of our DNA, made of so-called classical genes, which is the area of focus of most genetic analysis. Today, we know that there are over 30 families of human endogenous retroviruses in our DNA, each repeated hundreds and thousands of times all over our genome. And we are starting to understand, from the pioneering work of Genuro and others, that they may play a major role in health and disease. One of the particularities that make HERVs so interesting is that they introduce a big genomic diversity within the human populations. When we look at the copies of human endogenous retroviruses in our DNA, we observe that there is a legacy that is common to the entire human race, much like classical genes, which are located on the same chromosomes in all individuals. They are a shared heritage from our common ancestry. Here, we can see vertically different human populations, African, European, etc and horizontally, common genes from one of these Herb families, in this case, Herb K. These sequences are common to all mankind, but not all Herbs, are common to all of us. In fact, a great number of HERF-K copies are non ubiquitous and unevenly distributed between the different human groups, probably reflecting the different environments to which our different ancestors were confronted to. And even within the same human group, there are many interpersonal variabilities making our HERF signature unique. And the work done for HERF-K is now being repeated with sequences of other HERF families like HERF-W represented here. This diversity may be the basis for understanding why the prevalence of autoimmune diseases is so different between human populations? For example, no classical gene may explain why multiple sclerosis has a much higher prevalence in Caucasian populations than in the other human groups. Another important discovery made on herpes is the mechanism for their expression. If thousands of herpes genes were producing viral proteins all the time, we would simply not be alive. Thus, evolution has provided us with several mechanisms to repress the expression of proteins by herbs. in an unpathogenic environment. Herbs should not be expressed.
1: But what we also know
0: today is that.
1: Def uh, says, Kev, was that Twitter link something you've already seen? It's explosive content. Uh, which Twitter link? Um, apologies if it's old hat. Have you seen this presentation? Proper gloves off moment.
2: When a
0: virus from our environment infects a cell, the replication mechanism it uses will wake up some of his herf cousins in our DNA that will also then be able to encode for proteins. The proteins encoded by HERVs have generally changed through evolution from their original viral template, affected by sequence changes and deletions over time. But some individuals have HERV sequences that may still encode for active viral proteins, which will trigger a reaction from our immune system. As they are encoded by our own cells, they are not recognized as foreign, but still provoke a response and innate immune response. Herbs may provide the missing link between viral infections and autoimmune diseases. We know epidemiologically that autoimmune diseases are very closely associated with viral infections, like Epstein-Barr virus, EBV, in all multiple sclerosis patients, or Coxsackie virus in type 1 diabetes. But these are very common viruses. EBV infects 90% of the world population, but 90% of the world population does not develop MS thankfully only people with herf copies encoding for active proteins may develop MS while all MS patients are positive for EBV they also have herf w proteins in their brain the pathogenic envelope protein of the herf w family abbreviated pherfw was the first herf protein discovered back in the early 90s it was isolated in postmortem biopsies from multiple sclerosis patients since then there have been many studies in Europe and North America confirming that this protein is consistently found in the brain lesions of MS patients, from the earliest to the latest stages of the disease. It is mainly found on microglial monocytic cells which belong to the innate immune system. This protein is very specific to demyelinating lesions in MS. It is not found in brain samples from patients that had other neurodegenerative diseases, such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, or stroke. As we will see in our next presentation, there is today very strong evidence That this pathogenic protein plays a core role in the mechanisms that drive the progression of disability in multiple sclerosis.
1: Interesting and um, let's not forget about the HCOV link. Okay
0: so
3: in this video we're gonna shut it.
1: HCOV link with multiple sclerosis as well. Let's just take a look at this. Oh, it's 23 minutes
4: Sinister long. plans to enrich themselves while impoverishing and killing the rest of humanity. And I'm also not going to sugarcoat this. This is a criminal cartel. We are acting as though there's some sort of redeemable quality somewhere in some esoteric layer that somehow or another the World Health Organization must have some salutatory benefit. Well, I'm an organization in the United States, an outbreak of something. is falsifiable for the data from Zurich that shows us that in the year of the death pandemic of the globe, life insurance companies paid $30 billion less in claims. Now, if there's a medical professional or a social professional or anybody else who wants to debate that we could develop a virus cunningly that could find out your bank account, your insurance policy statements, and whether you're paid up on your premiums, that's a big ask. It turns out that the data is unambiguous. Oh, yeah. We did not have a pandemic. We had genocide. And we need to call it what it is. Next slide. When I say we planned it, let's make sure we understand exactly the not so fine print of the fine print. And I want to call your attention first to the right hand column of the slide. This is the 2011 data that the World Health Organization, the Wellcome Trust, PATH, and the Gates Foundation did on their one full worldwide program for a malaria vaccine for children under the age of six months of age. And in their clinical trial, it's helpful to point out that they murdered 66 children in the vaccine group and then cunningly cunningly used the term control for a control group in which they murdered 28 children. Now, the reason I said murdered and the reason why I use that term is because it's exactly what it was, because it turns out that this control group was not a saline injection. It was not some sort of innocuous, innocent thing. It was actually a cocktail of other known pathogenic disease carrying injections. The control group was known to kill people and the experimental control group was actually theoretically maybe going to kill people. And what we did was we actually went ahead and murdered them all. And cunningly, under Article 5, Section 13, which I've put on this slide, I want you to understand why I said, at its formation in 1947, when the WHO was funded and founded, it was funded and founded by people intent to commit a crime because of their own language. Section 13 of Article 5 ends with the following statement. Immunity from personal arrest or detention, blah, blah, blah. Immunity from legal process of every kind. Now, if you didn't intend to commit a crime, why would you need to give yourself permanent and absolute immunity from every form of prosecution, and it's worse, even investigation for prosecution of every kind? People sit there and pretend, well, it's like diplomatic community. Do you realize this isn't even meeting the standard of diplomatic community? This is a criminal organization who set in motion their own law to protect themselves against crimes they knew they were going to commit. And when I say they knew they were going to commit, I mean they knew it. Because their first director general, none other than Dr. René San, who happened to be in the hospitality of the Germans in Dachau in 1940 earlier, in 1947, mysteriously, with the largesse of the Rockefeller Foundation, was nominated to become the first director general of the WHO. And within five short years, René San decided to authorize the real purpose of the WHO in writing by then Director General, Dr. Brock Chisholm, who advocated for population control as its primary objective. Does that sound like public health to anyone in this room? This is not public health. This is the advancement of the same genocidal program that began with the Carnegie Foundation's funding of the eugenics office at Cold Spring Labs in the United States in 1913 under the philanthropy. Um, yes. My
1: mom? Just
2: a bag. Maybe you need a, a battery da- downstairs in Daddy's drawers. Yeah, you should see a new pack down there. Um, sorry
1: about that. Um, kids. <laughs> uh, let's see. What can I do? Uh, I haven't heard that yet. So um, I know Peter McCullough was speaking there as well. Um, Again, it may be fait accompli with um, spread and exposure.
2: Look at the positive. Yes? Yeah. Okay. And if
1: it's still lagging, reboot your computer. All right. Um it's
2: getting into
1: reactivated curves right? so everybody everybody's basically got them (laughs) and you know I saw that there were differences with respect to um, different racial groups again Um, let's see Rita says I heard a doc lots of shekels for all the science Um, yeah man (laughs) What can I say? I work cheap. <laughs> um, yeah, I did that along with all the zombie programming. Wasn't there a film where you bought more minutes of life, lick spittles? Yeah, there was. Was it Timekeepers, something like that, with uh, Jude Law? Was that his name? And basically, people would ha- they had like a sort of subcutaneous <laughs> count on them. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, yeah, a good bit of predictive programming there. Um, retrovirus, retroviri. Um retroviruses just, I guess both work, but. Let's see, he calls it out as a bioweapon and shows his receipts. It's well worth watching, even if not on stream. <laughs> good doggy says, "Called it the Great Holocaust. I was saying to uh, Sparkus on Twitter. <laughs> like, you can't go ploying in their uh, victim language. peon." You'll get debanked and digitally erased. All right. Let's see. Where were we? Where were we? Um, I forgot where we were. So, verus virus cells, stably expressing NmGFP, were chosen as recipients due to their high expression level of amphitropic EMV receptor Pit2. Ectopic expression of viral protein EMV resulted in significantly increased aggregate induction rates in co cultured recipients, with higher induction rates when ENV and GAG pole were expressed simultaneously. Highest induction rates in co cultures were observed when donor cells were also transfected with retroviral transfer vector. We confirmed that cells transfected with all vectors produced active viral particles by exposing wild-type cells to conditioned medium from donors, transfecting with packaging plasmids and TV coding for luciferase. EV concentrations in the conditioned medium increased when cells were transfected with an ENV and a gagpole construct. Highest vesicle numbers were observed when cells were also transfected with TV, thus producing virus. When adjusted for comparable vesicle numbers, conditioned medium of cells producing active virus almost efficiently also most efficiently induced protein aggregation in recipients. Yeah. Okay. Next, we tested if retroviral proteins also promoted intercellular transmission of protein aggregates associated with neurodegenerative diseases. To this end, we made use of our recently developed cell culture model propagating aggregates composed of the repeat domain of a mutant human tau protein. X-cells stably expressing a soluble GFP tag repeat domain variant of human tau, stably produce and maintain tau GFP aggregates upon exposure to Alzheimer's disease brain homogenate. It's literally the liquefied brains of uh, your granny. (laughs) Some medical experimentation really... uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Makes you stop and think. Right, upon donor transfection with retroviral plasmids, induction rates in co-cultured virus cells expressing the same talvarian fused to fusion red were significantly increased. Again, highest induction rates were observed when donors were transfected with pas- plasmid coding for gag, pol, and env and tv transfection of combinations of GAG, pole, and ENV vectors also strongly increased vesicle release. When conditioned medium was adjusted for comparable particle numbers, highest induction rates were observed when donors were transfected with both MLV, GAG, pole, and ENV constructs. We conclude that expression of retroviral proteins, ENV, GAG, and Pol is sufficient to promote intercellular, proteopathic seed spreading, that spreading is most efficient when donor cells produce active viral particles. Yeah, man, I see it coming. <laughs> Prep 2 from Pfizer. Your key to a <laughs> healthy, happy life. Side effects may include. have <laughs> envelope proteins increase protopathic seeding spreading. In contrast to murine endogenous retroviruses of the MLV clade, HERVs have so far not been shown to produce infectious virions in vivo. However, under certain circumstances, HERVs become reactivated, resulting in transcript and even protein expression. Upregulation of different HERV EMV proteins, including HERV W, HERV K, has been observed in several neurological and neurodegenerative diseases. Of the hundreds of HERVW elements that exist in the human genome, several contain full or partial proviral structures. An element within this group, ERVW1, encodes an intact open reading frame for ENV, the so-called syncytin one syncytin one has fusogenic activity, has been co-opted as a cellular gene for placenta formation. The most recently acquired HERVK subtype, HML2, is present in hundreds of copies in the human genome with approximately 90 copies encoding functional proteins. While the entry receptor for HERVK HML2 K113 is unknown, a consensus sequence for the HERVK, whatever, K113, has previously been shown to mediate the uptake and replication of pseudotype viruses in a broad range of mammalian cells, including hex cells. To assess if ENV proteins encoded by HERV clades implicated in neurological diseases affect the spreading of protopathic seeds, donor heck NMHA cells were transfected with plasmids coding for epitope-tagged HERV W ENV syncytin-1 or coding for ENV consensus sequence of the HERV K HML2 subgroup K113, now on ter- from now on termed HERV K ENV. Sometimes I'm grateful for acronyms empty vector served as a control co-culture experiments with hex cells expressing nmgfp sole revealed both Herve envs resulted in a significant increase in recipient cells with nmgfp aggregates likewise expression of Herve envs also increased intercellular tau aggregate spreading in hex cell co-cultures no tau FR aggregation was observed when Heck tau FR soul cells were co-cultured with envelope-expressing donors that lacked tau GFP. Yeah, so they're they're talking specifically about the tau prion cascade, and so this would be a, um, essentially a species-specific prion, meaning so. There's there's arguments, so when we were talking about the Nystrom paper, you can have cross-seeding, amyloidogenic peptides, or you can, all the single, they have to do like by like in order to induce the misfolding. And so, in this experiment, it's just, uh, they've got to have the tau um, present to cause it to Light up the GFP, I guess. The interaction of HERV W synctitin 1 with its cognate receptors AST1 and 2 can be inhibited by feline ERV RD114 m which binds to and thereby blocks the same receptors. Ah, there's a reason Nick likes cats so much. <laughs> Expression of ERV, RD114, ENV, in recipients abolish the herv w one mediated increase in intracellular aggregate induction. Mm. Trun- truncation of the carboxy domain has been demonstrated to increase the specific entry and fusogenic properties of syntitin one Trunca- Truncated syntitin one further increased aggregate induction in bystander cells. Similar to Herv W, synctitin one carbo- carboxy terminally deleted Herv K M shown to facilitate entry into susceptible host cells, also increased intracellular aggregate induction, arguing that viral ligand receptor interactions and virally induced lipid bilayer merging drive intercellular protein aggregate dissemination, as we have shown for exogenous viral envelope proteins. Yep. Okay. Fuck, this is a long paper, man. (laughs) Complex as well. To assess if the effect of HERV-ENV was only observed for HERV-K and HERV-W clades, envelope proteins of HERV clades R and H were similarly tested for their effect on protein aggregate spreading. Mm. HERV clades R and H. I wonder which population, I'll check afterwards. Uh, again, enhanced intercellular protein aggregate spreading was observed, suggesting that reactivation of diverse Herve clades could contribute to the spreading of protein misfolding. No spontaneous aggregate induction was observed when donors expressing soluble tau GFP Alzheimer's were used in coal cultures. Real-time PCR demonstrated that the expression of inflammatory cytokines was largely unaffected by the expression of HERV-EMVs in hectal-GFP Alzheimer donors, arguing that these did not play a major role in the intercellular aggregate dissemination in our cell-based assay. Yeah, that's something to think about. So um, by using the sort of gap-junction route, it's agnostic to inflammatory state. <clears throat> you would kind of think that there would there would be some mechanism where if there's if there is inflammatory signals that gap junctions would be um, broken or they would be restricted. Maybe maybe it's a case that. You you could shut them down so that a virus couldn't spread. Peptides, maybe not so much. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. (laughs) Lastly, we tested HERV-W or HERV-K-M expression by HEC donors. uh, Also increased aggregate induction in primary human astrocytes. While entry receptors for HERV-W are expressed by neurons and glia, the receptor for HERV-K is unknown. Importantly, HERV-K and WN of expression in hec gfp donors also increased TAU-FR aggregation in primary human astrocytes, demonstrating that this effect was not restricted to immortalized cells. Okay. So so that's the answer to uh, what about in vivo, smarty pants? Um, We conclude that similar to murine endogenous retroviruses, the expression of HERV gene products can increase the intercellular spreading of diverse proteopathic seeds. Mm -hmm. Yep. uh, It's not a good... Picture emerging—that's for
2: sure. Um, let's
1: see. Uh, in speaking to a journalist about your work with Drastic and your subsequent research into COVID origins, they asked how best to contact you. Where should I point them? Um, yeah. Uh, Charles, see, see Skype messages. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's get to the discussion So accumulating evidence suggests that HERVs resulting from retroviral germline Invasions throughout evolution Are upregulated in neurodegenerative disorders Some HERV gene products can be Directly neurotoxic Such as HERV WENV And HERV KENV Further, inflammatory responses due to viral transcripts have been implicated in neurodegenerative development. Our data suggest an additional mechanism by which ERV proteins can contribute to neurodegeneration, namely by accelerating intercellular dissemination of protein particles. That's prions. For you, Lick Spills. Activation of polytropic endogenous MLV proviruses resulted in the production of infectious virions as well as the secretion of protein aggregate loaded EVs decorated with viral EMV. As a result, MLV upregulation drastically increased intracellular transmission of proteopathic seeds by EVs to bystander cells or to cells in direct contact and induced protein aggregation in the latter. The large number of MLV proviruses that populate the murine genome are usually replication incompetent and or epigenetically silenced. Recombination between depressed MLV subgroups results in the formation of infectious inter-subgroup variants with a polytropic host range. Our data suggests that the emergence of active viruses in our cellular system is likely due to the reactivation of silenced MLV proviruses followed by viral recombination. The effect of epigenetic drugs on MLV expression suggests that the demethylization of MLV promoter regions contributes to this phenomenon. The activation of ERVs was independent of transgene expression or the induction of protein aggregates. Activation and generation of ERV-derived retroviral particles have been reported for several cell lines in culture, including N2A cells, but the cellular process that initiate the depression of proviruses remain unknown. Interestingly, receptor usage of viral particles induced in our N2A cell model clearly differed from ecotropic MLV identified by others, arguing that within a given cell population, different MLVs can become produced. Mm. A detailed analysis reveals that the effect of activated endogenous MLV on protein aggregate spreading can be attributed to the expression of an ENV glycoprotein and retroviral gag pole polyproteins. Upon increased expression, ENV on cell surface or on EVs mediates the binding to specific receptors on the cell surface of recipient cells. Cleavage of the MLV MVR peptide by MLV protease then initiates the fusion of cell membranes or EVs. With the recipient cell or its endolysosomal membranes resulting in the release of proteopathic seeds into the cytosol of the recipient cell and subsequent aggregate induction. Surprisingly, reconstitution experiments in hex cells demonstrated that MLV-ENV alone is sufficient to increase intracellular aggregate spreading. An analogy with our findings that vesicular stomatitis virus sorry, G and SARS-CoV-2-S glycoproteins can elevate intercellular aggregate induction. The additional positive effect of co-transfecting a plasmid coding for GAG and Pol polyproteins on aggregate induction is likely due to more efficient R-peptide cleavage as well as the concentration of ENV and GAG polyproteins within rafts. However... The highest induction rates were achieved when all plasmids for MLV production were transfected into donors, the cells harboring protein aggregates and also actively producing infectious MLV, most efficiently induced proteopathic seeds in bystanders. The reason for this is unclear, but might be related to the fact that MLV RNA increases the efficiency of proper gag-gag interactions, which in turn also affect proper ENV positioning within rafts. So, you know, there's a lot of um insights here for the hiv associated neurological disorders why why could you have such rapid neurodegeneration Most experiments in this study were performed using a model for cytosolic protein aggregates, which is based on the prion domain of the S. cerevisiae translation termination factor sub 35 The prion domain of sub 35 shares striking compositional similarity with so-called prion-like domains of a growing number of proteins associated with LSD and temporal lobe dementia such as FUS and TDP43. In analogy to our study, Experiments with transgenic mice have recently demonstrated that misfolded aggregated TDP43 is secreted within EVs, suggesting that protein aggregates with similar domains are secreted by the same mechanisms. Further, EVs isolated from plasma of ALS patients are enriched for TDP43 and FUS. Thus, it is feasible to assume that other protein aggregates with prion like domains might also be affected by ERV depression. There, that's the key takeaway here. Thus, it is feasible to assume that other protein aggregates with prion-like domains might also be affected by ERV depression. This hypothesis is supported by our finding that retroviral gene expression in donor cells harboring tau aggregates also increased aggregate dissemination. Demonstrating that this effect was independent of the type of cytosolic protein aggregate. Our results are consistent with a previous study showing that simultaneous infections of cells with scrapie agent and friend retrovirus strongly enhances intercellular spreading of pathological prion protein and scrapie infectivity. Viral ENV and GAG association. Sorry, association with pro with prion-containing EV fractions has previously been observed for a prion-infected endogenous ecotropic MLV-producing N2A subpopulation. However, the role of EMV expression in intercellular prion spreading has not been studied. Interestingly, independent in vivo co-infections with MLV and scrapie showed no effect on scrapie incubation times, potentially because target cells for exogenous MLV and scrapie differ. Unfortunately, the effect of depressed MLVs on the spreading of proteopathic seeds cannot easily be tested in ND mouse models as endogenous MLV proviruses in common mouse lines such as C57, BL6 used in ND research are transcribed at low or undetectable levels. Endogenous polytropic MLV proviruses are highly polymorphic, but stable DNA elements are widespread in murine genomes. Under certain circumstances, such as impaired immunity, endogenous MLV can produce infectious virions, a characteristic that differs from HERVs, which are considered non-infectious. Still, also HERVs have been shown to produce viral-like particles in cell culture, cancer, and autoimmune disease. For example, RNA and protein transcribed from line one retroelements and packaged into EVs herv w syn one is present on EVs derived from placenta. Accumulating evidence suggests an association of aberrant HERV expression with neurological disease. Some, but not all, studies demonstrate that HERV-K transcripts are more abundant in ALS patients compared to unaffected individuals. The expression appears to be restricted to neurons rather than glia. Elevated levels of HERV-K-ENV peptides in serum and CSF of ALS patients correlated with poor functional performance, suggesting that herv env contributes to disease progression. HERV-K-ENV was also found on neuronal EVs isolated from the plasma of patients suffering from motor neuron disease. Impaired ERV repression has also been correlated with tau pathology. Hmm... Elevated ERV transcripts have been reported for Alzheimer's disease, uh, I'm sure what PSP is, uh, behavioral variant frontotemporal dementia and sporadic Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. Interestingly, Herv wenv variants expressed in multiple sclerosis patients can also be secreted as soluble hexamers. Their role in other neurodegenerative diseases, such as Alzheimer's disease, remains to be established. Expression of retro elements has also been observed. <laughs> In TSEs, that's transmissible spongy encephalopathies, brains of BSE infected macaques displayed increased ERV transcripts. Mm. That sounds interesting. ERV gag protein and RNA of the retro element group IAP was also found to co fractionate with CJD infectivity. Importantly, herbs are also upregulated during infection with exogenous pathogens, during inflammation and aging processes, which have been implicated in the progression of neurodegenerative diseases. While evidence exists that herb transcripts or gene products can be directly neurotoxic or induce neuroinflammation, we here show that herb activation could also contribute to prion-like spreading events. Interfering with herb gene product expression and maturation could thus be promising strategy disease intervention oh, i did it oh. Oh. um yes it's not good <laughs> it is not good man and look does it mean everyone is uh on the on the chopping block no it doesn't but this is what you're getting. You're going to get this Hobson's choice of, wow, you can take uh, Pfizer's uh, <laughs> new prep two, <laughs> um, or you can wait to for it to emerge, and by the time you've displaying symptoms, there's already so much damage that's been done very very hard to reverse um Iris time yeah <laughs> yes holy fucking shit yes um d- do not let these motherfuckers just walk off with your what's what's rightfully yours which is your health happiness and um right to a uh long and prosperous um lineage And the fact that they've gone down and, and weaponized at this level is is gross, man. It really is.
2: I was interested in the paper. What was it? Uh <laughs>
1: Well, oh, the full paper is here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll do this paper next. <laughs> Putting put uh, Mac gals in macaques. That sounds right up my street. <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar with this paper. I've seen most. I would say I was up to date with most of the literature. This one.
2: Um. Maybe I've forgotten
1: it. Who knows? I've I've forgotten so much, man. Bovine spongiform encephalopathy infection alters alters endogenous retrovirus expression in distinct brain regions of cynomolgus macaques. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's the. It's the PrEP pathway for everyone. <laughs> that's that's what will happen. Uh, eight pills of PrEP plan in the morning just for staying alive. <laughs> staying alive, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, sounds like if the Econ collapse doesn't wipe us all out, their new super flu will. Um, again, we don't know the... Uh, disease progression rate in these set of circumstances, and so with a with a new prion inducing element in the environment that is not being defended against by normal evolutionary reproductive mechanisms and. Um, Biological diversity, I guess, for want of a better expression, I know diversity can be a dirty word around here, but the, um, they've gone and gene transfected people with that epitope sequence that is uh, there, and um, we, we're waiting on the data for that right now as to how, how toxic that is, and you know, the sustained all-cause mortality that we're seeing in high vaccinated countries, like myself and Charles were talking about earlier, would perhaps indicate that it is not very good for you. Coupled with continued infection, reinfection and exposure to these um, epitopes, it's...
2: um, Very very nasty um, mechanism.
1: I don't know what else to add to that. <laughs> Just <laughs> drum roll. Uh, life is a subscription plan. If you let them, yeah, yeah, that's uh, th- th- that fits a sort of goal that they would have. Right. Not, the, not all this <laughs> woke egalitarianism, but this type of
2: prescription,
1: necessary prescription. And then you're going to get into the race of, wow, new prep free, it's 30% more, more effective than prep two. <laughs> i i'm i'm repulsed revulsed by these wretched, wretched people. It's i
2: don't know man what to do i
1: mean it's it's, it's going to be like you can't you can't stop taking prep right
2: um
1: <laughs> the ultimate rent seeking behavior yes <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep yeah, uh well said well well said um i don't i don't know <sighs> where to uh where to point in this particular direction again you you've got to leverage your biology to the maximum and then evolutionary pressure will um well p- provided you can find non corporate dependent breeding pairs let nature sort of
2: take its course. But,
1: phew. Man, a man, a man. Um, very, very disturbing. Okay. Um, I'm going to call it quits. I didn't do a stinger for the donos today. I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to uh, catch up with at work. But I think we have our next paper. Which will be um, this one? No, not this one. This one. Um, both. <laughs> just. <laughs> I'm. I'm interested in the figures. Just, eh. No. Uh, no anatomy. Just all. Western blots and yeah. all right. Might. Might not be as exciting as i hoped but um i mean i would i've got to presume that they've done that in live
2: monkeys
1: (laughs) cinemarculus macaques were infected intracerebrally with bse positive brainstem material from cattle (laughs) (laughs) that sounds exactly like the thing that i think about doing (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right i think i think i'm done we've got what we need to do next lined up and uh we've dealt with biowarfare weaponized trannies and the big macro macro biowarfare vectors and the very very tiny vectors and their interaction with endogenous retroviruses um very 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 nice data all right um i'm out of here take care god bless i will see you in the next one don't let the k 26 6 bite bye you don't know how angry i am you
6: do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking
0: pissed off after reading that little line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking
5: vaccine. Fuck these papers! I will fucking kill each fucking kappa, I swear. (laughs) This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious.
0: I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they
4: actually (laughs) play.
3: Fuck (laughs) these kappas. No fucking vaccine or MIA will
2: ever throw through my fucking blood blood. Never. I will fucking die fucking fighting
1: for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my
0: these motherfuckers all of them five.
2: this guy boom <laughs> <laughs>